An entitled Karen stays at our restaurant for six hours, drinking throughout the entire day and getting more and more aggressive as time goes on. But after she orders one final cup of coffee to go and has to pay $2 for it, this entitled Karen freaks out and claims that she's going to put us out of business all because we tried to charge her for something that she ordered. Here's what happened. So this is from a long time ago when I was still serving in a restaurant. But this story of mine came up yesterday, so I thought I would share it online. This particular tale took place while I worked at a casual fine dining chain restaurant. I came in for the dinner shift and I inherited a camper. She had had lunch with a few of her lady friends around 12.30pm, but they had all left and she stayed to have a couple more glasses of wine. My shift started at 4.30pm so she had already been there for four hours. When I took her table over, the day server said that she already paid up, so I essentially was just waiting for her to leave. By this point, it's now 5 o'clock p.m. The dinner rush is starting and her glass of wine is empty. She orders another and asks for the bill with it, which is no problem. It's not crazy busy yet, so I can get her the glass of wine and she can just pay. Fast forward to 6 p.m. and we're packed now and she is still here. I'm asking her if she needs anything and she asks for a cup of coffee and the bill yet again. So I get the cup of coffee and the bill and I drop it off at her table. It's important to know that up until this point, she had not shown any signs of intoxication She just quietly sat sipping her wine and being on her phone. But this is when the garbage hits the fan. She starts telling me to get her exact change because there's no way that she's tipping me. Then her rage starts to build up until she's screaming at me about how dare I charge her for that cup of coffee. Don't I know who she is? She was claiming that I should have just let it slide considering she's been there for six hours and I should have known she needed a coffee and she should not have even had to ask me in the first place. She claims that she needs the coffee to drive home. I take this for a minute or two and then I say to her, ma'am, I'm sorry you feel this way, but if you think you need a coffee to drive, then maybe you shouldn't be driving. And as you can probably imagine, when I say this, this escalates intensely. Her voice reaches nails on the chalkboard level and then she shouts out, I want to talk to your manager. Sure, lady. I don't get paid enough to deal with this garbage. I'll happily get the manager. My poor manager steps in and now stands there getting utterly berated by this woman who's now showing her all the accounts and websites that she's going to rate us poorly on. She says she'll put us out of business. No one will ever eat here again. She also keeps throwing in that she's some important person who knows people that work in the hospitality business and this is all in some supposed big shot hotel. During this time, I'm calling a cab. My manager isn't even trying to calm her down at this point. Nothing that we will say or do will heal the mortal wound that we have to deal with after we charged her $2 for a coffee, which obviously at this point, we didn't care if she would pay for it. The whole restaurant is watching the show, and we literally just wanted her gone. She finally finishes up her red face screaming fest and heads for the door, and this is right where I'm waiting. I look at her and I say, ma'am, we've ordered you a cab, and that's when her rage falters for a moment. I look at her and I say, we understand you're upset, and you've had a lot to drink. We cannot in good conscience allow you to drive home. And this is out of concern for your safety. Now my face is perfectly concerned and serene but hers is red and splotchy. She storms over to the cab without a last word because maybe she knew in the moment that she actually shouldn't be driving. Maybe she was too angry or drunk to realize that she chose the cab. Either way, I never saw when she came back to her car and I never saw the copious amounts of bad reviews that she loudly promised us. And no, the restaurant never went out of business. Especially not 
for charging someone for a coffee that they obviously ordered. Honestly, who stays at a restaurant for six hours? Like, this lady either had nowhere to go or she was down on her luck and she just wanted to get plastered. Like, seriously, the longest I will be at a restaurant is maybe an hour and a half if I'm pushing it. And that's also if I really want to be there. But most of the time, I'm there like, what, maybe 45 minutes to an hour tops? Like, what was this lady doing all day besides just getting completely drunk? And she's been paying for her drinks all throughout the day. I mean, what changed when you had to pay $2 for a coffee? Is that really breaking the bank and breaking your psyche? Like, come on. And it's also comical that she tried to say, I'm going to put you out of business, all while waving her phone around with all these websites and accounts that she has. Like, seriously, that's just petty. I know if I was in the original poster shoes and somebody did that, I probably would just laugh in their face. I don't know if I could just keep that in. So hopefully this entitled Karen never comes back because her behavior was absolutely ridiculous. And in my opinion, she absolutely should be banned from the restaurant. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. My husband met a nurse at a hospital and I don't know how to feel about it because he's clearly looking her up online and it's really started to bother me. Here's what happened. So I first want to say that this happened about two months ago. My husband's niece and sister had been in the hospital for over two weeks due to a house fire and I will say that the both of them are thankfully fine. I never got to go because of my work schedule and taking care of our son. While he was there, he met one of his niece's primary nurses. Apparently she was cool and they were into a lot of the same stuff. Mind you, he was there for quite some time, obviously due to the circumstances. I didn't know about him meeting this nurse, except for the fact that he said earlier on that people there were nice and they were doing a good job. Fast forward to when they're almost about to be released, I go out of work and I called him and I asked how everything was going because he was still at the hospital. He gave me the updates and we were just having a general discussion about what to have for dinner. He then says the following, I feel like I can't ever make new friends that are girls without feeling guilty because I know how you would feel about it. So it makes me uncomfortable even having a conversation. When I would start thinking, hey, they'd make a good friend, I feel bad because I know they wouldn't actually ever be able to be my friend because I know that wouldn't make you happy, even though it's more of a you thing. I'm different than you because if you met a guy, I would be fine with you guys being friends. So it just feels like you don't trust me. Now, when he said this, I told him this was all very all the sudden and I asked him where this was all coming from. I asked him if he had met a nurse there and he said yes and that what he said is an example of it. Now, I don't mind him having friends that are girls. I really don't. He has a bunch and it's all people who he's known since like the eighth grade. Plus, some of the friends are girls that he works with. So I have no problem with it. To me, it's all about how the friendship begins. How I feel is that there's no reason for her to be in his life other than for that time. I just wouldn't be comfortable with them just hanging out all together by themselves. Besides, having common interests, laughs, and all those things, I just don't see how it would be needed for him. He already has a ton of really close friends. I also know he would never be okay with me being like, hey, I met a guy and we hit it off as friends and we exchanged numbers. Like, no, it's just honestly hurtful. Maybe I'm out of pocket for thinking this way, but he's married to me. Like, what am I not fulfilling in your life that you feel the need to find elsewhere? Or what's so great about her that you have to and want to have her in your life so bad? I'm not saying that she's not cool. I'm sure she's super sweet. I'm just not sure what to think of the situation. Anyways, all this happened about two months ago, and tonight and yesterday, I looked through his phone. I know this isn't very trustworthy or cool of me, but nonetheless, I did it. The nurse was in the search bar. Not 
only is she completely his type, but she has a bunch of revealing photos on her page, which is good for her. I'm not putting her down or anything like that. But my problem is that he had searched for her multiple times. Like he's continuously gone back to her page. She's beautiful and much prettier and fit than me. I'm also curious as to how he found her Instagram. Like did he stalk her Facebook and go through a bunch of people just to find her? Also, why did he need to do this? I get maybe wanting to see if she's doing okay since their encounter and maybe that's all it was. But I don't know. I just feel sad and hurt and I honestly feel like I'm not enough. And now I'm wondering if he was flirting with her at the hospital and started feeling guilty because he knew what he was doing wasn't cool and then in return made it about how I'm the problem because I won't let him have new girlfriends or something like that. I don't know. Am I completely overreacting? Is this really nothing and I'm making it bigger than it needs to be? What should I do? I think it's really super sketchy that he's searching up this nurse and that he did this multiple times at that. And it also does kind of connect the dots that he's trying to shift the blame on you by saying something to the effect of, oh, will you just never let me have friends who are girls? Like, no, that's not what's going on here. I mean, it really does kind of add up that yes, he definitely has some kind of interest in this woman, but that might be as far as it went. Because from the sounds of it, all he really did was look up her profile a few times. It doesn't really look like he's talked to her or flirt with her, or at least you don't have any evidence of that in the first place. And in my opinion, if you don't have that solid evidence saying, hey, you're clearly taking things too far and you've crossed a line that we need to talk about, I personally would just not want to jump to some conclusion that would cause some kind of rift between the two of you. So hopefully when you talk to him about this, he can understand where you're coming from. Because it sounds like there's a lot of insecurity that you have about this lady and you feel like you're the odd one out. Today, I messed up by waking up mid-dental procedure and proceeding to try and fight the entire dental staff. And I've never been more embarrassed in my life. Here's what happened. Okay, so before I go any further, I want to first start off by explaining that as a foster child, I had an extremely awful experience with a particular dentist. He was very mean and he always hurt me. And I didn't really have anyone to turn to because my foster parents either didn't care or didn't believe me. As a result, I have extreme anxiety about going to the dentist and I generally prefer to get completely put out for anything more major than a filling rather than sit there for hours having an anxiety attack. Now, this isn't my first experience of reacting wildly to sedatives, but it is my most embarrassing one for sure. There were no outbursts the last time I was sedated at the dentist, although I did keep waking up and trying to vape until they took my vape away from me. I was told I accepted this readily, so I didn't make a fuss and I just laid back down. Also, previously, after a knee surgery, I found my phone on the ride home and I texted a few of my more shiftless co-workers and I told them exactly what I thought of their efforts. Luckily, we're all friends and I'm not the hold back anything kind of guy, so they'd already heard it all before. They just thought it was hilarious and made fun of me about it for a couple of months. In reality, when I'm not full of sedatives, I'm not the same jerk and I'm more likely to offer help than complain or judge, even if I do talk garbage while I do it. Unfortunately, today's experience might take a little bit more walking back on my part. This time turned out a little different. In fact, maybe a lot different because this time I really messed up. Before the procedure, I tried to remind them that it takes a surprising amount of sedatives to keep me unconscious, but they decided to be safe and just go with the minimum to start with. This meant I wasn't fully out, but I was chill enough to just zone out to music and mostly not mind what was happening, at least until the point that I decided I did mind. In fact, I minded very much. After a little while, 
while of dozing in and out of twilight sleep, the dentist started doing some weird thing where he would jerk on my cheek very hard as he pierced my gum and jaw with what felt like a needle. Later, they explained this as a distraction from the pain since he was using a syringe to inject local anesthetic. But at this moment, it didn't matter what he was doing. I had had enough. I suddenly jerked my head a little bit when he jerked my cheek for the fourth or fifth time and the needle went into the tip of my tongue, instantly numbing one side of my tongue. Really, it was my own fault, but I was in no condition to accept that. I don't really know what I thought in the moment, but I know that I was not thrilled. I pushed my very kind dentist and at least one other person away from me. I stood up and I started yelling and swearing at everyone, swaying around drunkenly, screaming God knows what. I was so dizzy. I'm not sure if I understood what was happening at all. I edged my way around the room until my back was against a wall so no one could sneak up on me. By now, there was an uproar and probably five or six staff members were there in front of me with wide eyes and hands held out in front of them, begging me to chill out. I have no idea what I was saying, but I ranted the entire time. A good few minutes at least. I know I said I was upset, but there's no reason to jerk on my cheek if I'm sleeping. Because if I'm sleeping, you don't have to disguise the pain. And anyways, I'm 40 years old. You're not fooling me. Just give me the shot and save your cheek pulling games for children. At one point, the very sweet technician asked me if I had had caffeine or Adderall or any other kind of stimulants in the last 24 hours that would keep me awake. This also offended me for some reason, so I started ranting about that too. And I did this quite loudly at that. On and on I went, backed up against the wall with my fists up in front of me, swaying like an alcoholic. There was a wedge in my mouth holding my teeth apart that at some point I took out and threw away myself. I was still attached to the blood pressure machine and I was jerking it around. Someone had to hold on to it to keep it from tipping over. All in all, it was very, very ugly. Eventually, the reality of the situation started to dawn on me. I realized that I was surrounded by dental staff who were 75% kindly older women, all of them watching with horrified expressions as I reeled around drunkenly, bouncing my 250-pound frame around and screaming blearily from behind clenched fists. As it dawned on me, I calmed down. And because I actually like them all very much and they're always kind to me, I was able to pull it together and sit back down. They gave me more sedative and eventually I passed back out. And by the time I woke up, it was time to go home. I didn't really remember a single thing about the appointment in that moment. I was just ready to go home and go to bed for a few hours. Fast forward to the evening and I'm now finally sober enough to process thoughts. I just got a voicemail from the dentist about 12 hours later, very cautiously inquiring into my well-being, which brought that flood of half-memories back to my mind. I am very embarrassed. This is my first dentist that I have had as an adult, as well as my first dentist that I returned to, and I was really hoping for it to be my last dentist as well. Hopefully they take me back. I plan to go down there tomorrow with some flowers and a very heartfelt apology, and hopefully they'll make note of it in my chart to throw in a little extra sedative next time they have to put me out. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. That really is an awful situation. You already have some very serious problems when it comes to going to the dentist based on previous experiences as a child. So I really can understand where you're coming from, where you would freak out and start acting really crazy, even though you were kind of under the influence of the sedative and you weren't completely out in the way that you hope they would have done. So I think apologizing to them really would be a good idea, but you also need to understand that you're probably not the first and you definitely won't be the last person to ever act like that at the dentist. I think that probably understand that you weren't completely all there and you were just acting on instinct based on what was going on around you. So I just wouldn't beat yourself up over this. I really would not consider this your fault and I think having an honest heart-to-heart with the dentist would probably clear all of this up pretty quickly. My girlfriend and I have two different weddings that we want to attend for people that really mean a lot in our lives and those weddings happen to fall on the same day and now I'm not sure which wedding I should go to and how I should approach the situation. Here's what happened. So I realized that my girlfriend's best friend's wedding and one of my good college friend's weddings fall on the same weekend. Now, I had wanted to go to my friend's wedding. I booked a hotel, told my friends I'd be there, but I had not yet RSVP'd. Then, about two months ago, we realized both weddings were on the same weekend. I wanted to go to my friend's wedding, and my girlfriend is 100% going to hers and wants me to come along with her since it is her best friend. Then, I told my girlfriend I was leaning towards going with her to her friend's wedding, but now I'm having second thoughts. I never told my friend I wouldn't be going to his, and I also led my mutual friends to believe that I'd be at his wedding. For context, my girlfriend and her friend have been very good friends since childhood, and became best friends in college. There's some family history too, as their grandfather were best friends, and my girlfriend's parents are going to the wedding as well. My friend and I are relatively close, and we have what I'd call a meaningful relationship. He's my fraternity brother, and I've known him for about 10 years. We live in the same city, and he's one of my good friends in the city, but we don't talk weekly or anything like that. I see him once a month or so. My girlfriend and I go to shows with him and his fiance together on occasion, and the both of us share a lot of common interests. There are people I'm friends with in the city who I really wouldn't care if we grew apart, but he isn't one of them. He's a good friend, and I've confided in him about things that I haven't felt comfortable telling other friends. This is tough for me, because I have three 
weddings of fraternity brothers coming up. If this wedding conflicted with either of the other two, I would pick my girlfriend's friend's wedding over them. However, I feel like this particular wedding is different and that my friendship with him is different and far more meaningful than the other two. For context, I talk to the other two guys maybe a couple of times a year. One lives in my city and the other does not. Now, my girlfriend's argument for why it's so important for me to be at her friend's wedding is that she knows with near 100% certainty that her friend and fiance will be in our lives forever. My girlfriend and I have been together on and off for almost six years. We don't currently live in the same city as them, but they are still very good friends. She doesn't know with certainty that my friend and his fiance will be in our lives together, and I guess I don't either, which I suppose is fair, but who knows? Nothing in life is certain, in my opinion. My girlfriend said me missing her friend's wedding would be like her missing the wedding. I've known her friend in some capacity for as long as I've known my girlfriend. Same thing with my girlfriend knowing my friend. I'm not directly friends with her, but I like her and her fiance, and could see myself as being lifelong friends with them as long as my girlfriend wants to. Comparing my girlfriend's friendship to mine and my friends, I'd say they are best friends, while my friend and I are good friends with a meaningful relationship. The whole situation gives me a ton of anxiety. The idea of picking one wedding over the other, wondering what if it doesn't work out with my girlfriend? Will I regret not going to my friend's wedding? Will my friend be mad at me for not telling him sooner? Should I be going to my friend's wedding instead of my girlfriend's wedding? With all these questions in mind, I've been avoiding it all. I always do stuff like this and I dig myself into a deeper hole than I otherwise would have been in because the anxiety caused me to shut down. I feel like an idiot. And now the wedding is a month away. I haven't reserved anything to my friend and he texted me yesterday asking if I got the invite and if I was planning on bringing my girlfriend. I nearly had a panic attack when I got the text message. Now, my friend is pretty understanding, but I feel like declining his wedding invite a month out might just test the limits of that understanding with him and my other friends. I don't know. I would also inevitably upset my girlfriend for changing my mind and putting her in a tough spot a month before her friend's wedding. I really feel like I messed this one up and I seriously don't know what to do. In my opinion, I don't think there's any reason why you couldn't go to this wedding and your girlfriend goes to the other one. You both have good reasons to go to your weddings and it's just unfortunate that they fell on the same weekend. They are just weddings after all. And I honestly think you're overthinking this and she is overreacting from it. Like this is literally a situation where there's nothing you can do. And I think going to one or the other exclusively is only going to make somebody upset. But what isn't happening is not making a decision. You need to sit there and say, okay, I'm either going to my girlfriend's thing or I'm going to the wedding that my friend is having. Make a choice. Putting it off is not going to do any good for you. And it's only going to cause you problems if you sit there and do nothing. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.